It was a week that I had a million things to do. Busy at work, busy outside of work, had company coming, all of those things. And uh, my daughter woke up not feeling great. Just, we went to bed that night. She was, you know, a little sniffle here, a little bit lethargic, um, you know, but nothing, nothing major. And got up the next morning and my husband calls me at work and says, Liv is really lethargic, not feeling well. Uh, Ask her how she's doing. Sore throat? No, not really, but just kind of eh. And so guess what I said he should do? Mommy! It's the mom cast. Really, mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. Mom cast! The mom cast. All right. Full disclosure. Here's what I did. Yes, I did it. Bad parent. Bad mom, I said, oh, you know, let's give her a little uh, children's Tylenol. If she, you know, has a little bit of a fever, it'll it'll lower it. it. And we know, you know, from in the past, you give her a little Tylenol when she's feeling under the weather, it perks her up, right? I mean, she, she feels better and she's running around in no time. So, yeah, I did it. We gave her the Tylenol, sent her to school. And I know you're not supposed to do that, but it was just one of those times. Um, and I did. And I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> you got caught. Yeah. Hi, it's Stacy McKay. Thanks for being here on MomCast. Yep, parents, it's that age-old question. When do you send the kids to school? When do you keep them at home? And unfortunately, you know, I've been, I've made the wrong decision uh, in the past. Uh, because there's so much you have to do. I mean, it changes your whole day. You know that, Greg, oh, gosh, our producer. Yeah, yeah. You have little ones. When you have to suddenly, okay, no school. One of you has to stay home if you don't. Right. Uh, who's it going to be? Who's got the most time they're able to do it? What if you both have something big going on at work? What happens? Yep, yep. So I sent Liv to school, and I got the dreaded call. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, Olivia has a fever. She's running a fever. And she said that she, you know, because your kids are going to tell. She said, you know. I told my mom. Yeah, the nurse tells her that. You know, she said you gave her some Tylenol. Told dad to give her Tylenol. (laughs) (laughs) I totally get busted out. It's like. Come on, kids. Yeah, note to self. Make sure you tell your daughter not to bust you out. (laughs) No matter what you do, do not tell. The school nurse that we did that. I know it's all terrible and you shouldn't do it. And if another parent does, you get mad, right? Because then your kid's going to get sick. Well, that's kind of the the, uh, situation we've been in um, because our kids are little uh, and Mabel, my two-year-old, goes to a sitter. And we uh, recently have, our sitter has called us and said, uh, my little girl who she also watches is sick do you still want Mabel to come over? And it was kind of the same thing. Like, well, we appreciate you telling us, but we kind of wish you would have, wouldn't have, because now we had we kept her home. We kept, right. so it's, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, ah, eh, let her take her chances. Yeah. You know, it's a busy day. So what do you do? But that's the thing. And now, you know, not only do you have to juggle everything, we know that sometimes, I mean, you don't know if they're just not, it's just not their day. Right. You know what I mean? You don't know. And sometimes you keep them home and they're perfectly fine. <laughs> and you know that. You've had that happen. I know we have. It's like, this kid's not sick. You know, she's Faking running it. around yeah, yeah, doing yeah. everything, taking advantage of 
of the day off. Wanted to get out of the spelling test. Something. (laughs) I mean, luckily at our house, my kid loves school. And since she's an only child, I mean, that's like her escape. (laughs) She doesn't want to stay home. She wants to go to school because she's at home with mom and dad anyway. So that's like, I don't want to stay home. Um, But that's the question. And these days now, I mean, this season with the flu has been kind of crazy. So I think probably more of us are are less apt to send the kids when yeah. they're a little under the weather because we don't want the whole flu thing. <laughs> I'm even scared to send them when they're feeling well just because right. I don't want to get them catch anything. Right. I mean, and if you're a parent, we have to we have to admit that, right? I mean, this this year this flu season has been scary and unfortunately, it's not over. It's not over and um we're going to find out. It actually lasts a lot longer than I thought flu season lasted. I didn't know how long. I thought flu season was done by March. It's not done by March. Um, and we're going to get some information for you. But yeah, um, I also admit I was late getting my daughter flu shot because we go back and forth every year. I've, I am not opposed to getting her the flu shot. Right. I mean, we give her immunizations. That's our choice. Um, but sometimes she's pretty healthy. And so sometimes she's not had a flu shot and she's been just fine. Seems like the years she's gotten a flu shot seems to be the time she gets it. And I know it's probably not related. It's, it's chance, but this was a year I just didn't do it. And then when it got so bad and I realized you're a bad mom, <laughs> uh, I took her and, and luckily, you know, cause it takes a couple weeks. It's been that and she's, she's been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily our, our Davis's birthday is in October. So that's right when, uh, you know, he goes in for a yearly checkup right. anyway. So we just knock it out while we're there. See, and that's good when they're little. When they yep. get a little older, they don't have those yearly visits, visits as often. Yeah. I mean, they do, but it's not, we don't, we're not nearly as consistent with mm-hmm. that anymore because she doesn't have to get the shots yet. And right. she's kind of in that quiet period. Um, so, yeah, it's knowing, you know, do you get the shot? Um, We've all heard about kids, it seems like, this year in particular. And, Greg, I know you. It's scary when you hear about little ones mm-hmm. that get the flu and it takes their life. You're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do here? Yep. Yeah, I mean, little Mabel's, you know, she just turned three and she's my baby. She's a little girl. I right. can't see her fighting off something crazy like that. Yeah. So um, we're going we're gonna to get some information for you and just break it down. Um, and, yeah, it might seem like it has calm down unfortunately no matter where you are if if you're not listening in the columbus area you're listening to mom cast in another state every state is still in the thick of this right now um so we're gonna get some good information um the medical director for franklin county public health i think that's a good source um he's got all the latest information and can break this down for us and also um talk about the flu shot, because, I mean, let's be honest, too. There's been word out there. Oh, the flu shot. It doesn't work. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't work, work or it's not as effective. So he's going to he's going to address that, too, because um, let's face it, as parents, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, we want all the information that we can get our hands on. And then you can make that informed choice for your own child. Well, obviously, the flu has been a major topic of conversation 
um, not only for adults, but we keep hearing reports of kids. I guess the good news is, and I wanted to get a little uh, clarification on this, that we may have peaked. And from the Franklin County Public Health uh, Medical Director with us today, Dr. Miller Sullivan. Uh, Dr. Sullivan, thank you for taking some time with us today. Sure. We appreciate you being part of MomCast. And um, okay, is that true? Do we know yet if this whole flu thing has peaked or are we still in the in the thick of things? I, I think we're still pretty much in the thick of things. You know, every week the numbers vary a little bit. And there was some hint a couple of weeks ago that it was leveling off. Although the last data I show, I saw, and this was nationwide, it had gone up again. So oh. I'm not optimistic that it's peaking yet. Well, and obviously, I mean, it, it's a tragedy. We, we know every year the flu can take lives. We, we know that. It just seems like this one's been particularly tough. And I don't know if we're just hearing more about children, but that makes it tough, too. Um, sure. What is it about this strain that is um, really causing the issues? Well, it's a particularly nasty strain this year. It's called H3N2. It's an influenza A virus, and it just seems to be affecting a lot of people, and a lot of people are getting very ill, and some of them are getting complications from it. I think that's what's leading to it. I think the other thing is it doesn't seem to match exactly the flu vaccine that we've been giving, although you know, there is some protection certainly there. Uh, and I think that's leading to uh, people are not as protected as we would like. Well, and that is the thing, because I still talk to and I'm going to I'm going to be honest here. I got my daughter a shot just a couple of weeks ago because I thought, well, uh, you know, you hear something right out of the gate that maybe it wasn't quite enough to protect people. But getting the shot is still a value. It, it absolutely is, and and either it and, and not everybody gets the flu. So I think some people are benefiting from it. Certainly, even people that are exposed. We do think, however, that even if you get the flu, but if you've had the shot, you probably will get a less severe case. So that may stop hospitalizations, and hopefully, you know, will stop uh, deaths as well. I, I think you know the media is great, and I know you work in the media, but but sometimes they promote the very negative, and you know, oh, the flu doesn't, flu vaccine doesn't match. And I think that sets the tone for people in the community. Well, it doesn't match. I'm not going to get it. Whereas in reality, that was a study initially from Australia. You know, we didn't think it was done that well. And, and the flu vaccine does match somewhat, and it does provide protection. So it's definitely worth getting. And, and what should we be looking for? In other words, I mean, at this time of year anyway, it's tough to know. I mean, sure. what are the symptoms we're watching our kids for? We're watching for ourselves. Well, I, I think typically the flu, first of all, it is a respiratory illness, so you will have some congestion, uh, definitely coughing, probably a sore throat. Um, you tend to have a fairly high fever, so 103, 104 is not unusual, and with that oh. often will come shaking kill, chills. Um, you could have a little upset stomach in the younger kids, but it's typically not a stomach virus, even though people call it that stomach flu. And then if you have that, you're watching for signs that, that it's getting worse. So in the case of a child, the child is lethargic. They're not responding well. They're sleeping all the time. They don't want to eat. And certainly if they're breathing hard or they start having color changes like their lips are dusky or blue, those would be the things. I guess what I would suggest is, you know, if, if you have a high fever, if you're not feeling well, go check with your health care provider and, you know, let them help you with the diagnosis. Now, besides, and we're going to remind people of this, because besides getting a shot, there are very basic other ways to try to protect yourself, right? Sure. Um, certainly, you know, 
we recommend everybody stays well hydrated, everybody eats well. Um, uh, if you are sick and it's a mild illness, stay home, you know, uh, so you're not spreading it. Um, wash your hands. A lot of these things are spread through the hands and you, you know, wipe your no- kids wipe their nose or they cough in their hands and they touch something and somebody else touches that or they touch a toy that's in common. So washing hands is a very good thing. Um, you know, uh, people want to send their kids to school because they have to work, but if they're sick, you know, really need to kind of keep them home. Uh, and like I said, if, you, if you're feeling worse than just a common mild illness, you should be checked because there are medicines that can be used as well sometimes. And that's kind of our, our topic, too, for MomCast this week is I think all of us as parents at one time or another have been guilty of, uh, they seem okay. Uh, maybe I'll give them a little uh, Advil. And if there was any, you know, hint of a fever, the, these days right now, we probably should try to avoid that. Well, the reality is I think we've all done that, so I'm not going to uh, look <laughs> downward on that. Um, but, you know, if you have a mild cold, that probably is a reasonable approach. Um, you, you know, you can't stay if, – if a child in daycare or school stayed home when they had a stuffy nose, they'd be home for weeks. Right. And, and so sometimes you just have to go. But I think you're right. This time of year when we know this is prevalent, maybe keep them home for a day, and if it doesn't progress – then that's okay. And if it does progress, which it probably will if it's the flu, then, you know, take other means, go see your doctor. Now, for those of us in in our listening area in Franklin County that are listening, um, is it, can, should we still get the vaccine if we don't have it? Yes, absolutely. And, and the reason for that is flu season basically runs through May. Now, typically we're not seeing a lot of flu later in the spring, but what often happens is we'll see an elevation in the flu like we see now, which is mainly influenza A. And as that wanes down, typically we start seeing more of influenza B, which is another strain. So even if you had the A strain and were sick, you could get sick from the B strain later on. And so the vaccine covers that fairly well this year. So yes, it's definitely uh, still important. And if you get the flu vaccine, it takes two weeks. And so that would just put us in the middle of February. And I suspect there'll still be plenty of flu around by that time. Gosh, I didn't know it went all the way into May. <laughs> yeah, that, that, the CDC monitors it through May, and, and typically it's not that, you know, high, but, but it can occur. Now, does uh, the health department, does Franklin County Public Health offer places still to get the shot? Absolutely. Uh, we have uh, clinics periodically at the health department, which is down off Broad Street, and uh, then throughout the month, we rotate clinics at various places around the county. Uh, if they go to our well, website at Franklin County Public Health, they can uh, get a list of where it is and what the time is. And you just have to call and actually set up an appointment so you don't have to wait real long. And, um, you know, we'd be glad to give them the vaccine. And we still have plenty of it. Okay. And uh, Dr. M- Dr. Sullivan, before we go, is there anything you'd, I didn't ask you want to mention? Um, yeah, I, I just want to mention that, that you need to respect the flu, okay? And, and I've said this before in other venues. Uh, it, it's not a cold. It's just not a mild illness. It's something that can be very serious, and people do die from it. And sometimes those people are healthy and they get complications. So I know sometimes people don't want to do the vaccine. They don't think it's a big deal. But, you know, our kids are precious, and, you know, we want to protect them and ourselves as well. So get your vaccine and, you know, go to your doctor if you're sick. I think that's very important. Perfect. Uh, Medical Director for Franklin County Public Health, Dr. Miller Sullivan, thank you for sharing some time with us today and some good information. My pleasure, Stacey. Take care. Thank you. All right. Stay healthy. (laughs) Uh, You too. and Thank you.
All right, so hopefully you have all the info you need so you can make a decision and, of course, make sure the kids are washing their hands, which, to me, that's a nightmare anyway in and of itself. I mean, kids, you know, cough, spit, lick. They're always on each other. They're always putting their fingers in their mouths. Get your hands out of your mouth. My husband tries. He's still with Liv. It's like, you're not going to stop it. You're not going to stop it. That's they will grow out of that stuff. But here's a question to think about before you go. Uh, And I'm asking you, Greg, because my husband and I have such different opinions on this. Uh When the little ones are sick, do you hug and cuddle with them? Oh, for sure. See? No, my husband will not. And I don't know how you do that. It's like mommy will always, I don't care what's going on with you. You could have, you know, typhoid fever or whatever. I'm going to sit and cuddle with you and comfort you. Whereas, you know, Jeff's like, you know, putting the hands up and he's even worn a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Although I shouldn't be surprised you did the same thing with me. But, um... I can't no, do that he, with he my daughter. Know. Parents are immune to their kids' germs. That's a scientific fact mm-hmm. that I just made up. Right. But also, he's forgetting that uh, it gives you an excuse to lay around and watch cartoons also. So if you're cuddling and coddling your sick kid, you get to watch cartoons and you don't have to do any see, housework. Yeah. See, well, he doesn't <laughs> do any housework anyway. <laughs> so right, well, he he's not really he getting out of that. But, no, he is, he very rarely does get sick, but he's one of those guys when he does, I would rather take care of Olivia than to he's take care of my husband. Oh my God, he's, he's horrid. My wife he's says horrid. that about me too. And that's another, that's another <laughs> mom cast because really we do kind of mother you guys. I don't know. There are probably some women that are like that too, but I mean, by and large, oh, I, I can barely deal with him. I have to like put on, I have to prepare myself like every time I walk into the bedroom because everything stops. Like the moment he becomes sick, like if he just like, <laughs> he goes right to bed. He just like, he's stopping mid- middle of a conversation, dinner, doesn't matter, off to bed. Christmas <laughs> one time at Christmas, uh... the whole family over. He's in bed because he's feeling poorly and everything just shuts down. Um, but yeah, when it comes to our little ones, I, I can't do that. I can't, you know, oh, you know, as he would say, air kisses. I don't do that. I don't do air kisses. I have to hold my daughter. Even now she's sure. 11. I still hug her, kiss yep. her, yeah. all of those things. You know, it's like, I think it's an instinct. Instinct, you're not feeling well or you're hurt, you grab them. I just don't see myself ever saying, you know, no, you're... Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You just sneezed. I can't do it. I do make them wash a lot, though. Because yeah. they gross me out when they come home with, from school with crap all over their hands and face. Yeah, but, and uh, see, he that is where he's good, too. I am I tell her that, but he's, like, really a stickler for it, you know, and he keeps her, keeping her hands washed and all of those things. Um, well, listen, keep your kids safe. As best you can, <laughs> keep yourself safe from the flu, and hopefully we'll get through this, oh, sometime in May, <laughs> as we now <laughs> learned. I had no idea it lasts until May, uh, but yeah, make the most of it and, and stay healthy. Thank you for listening to MomCast. If you get a chance, please give us a review. Uh, it certainly helps get the word out about our podcast. Have a great week.